a podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the rookery end. Hello and welcome to another From the Rookery End short. Uh, now this season in these little short episodes we want to talk to the wider Watford family and part of the, one of the most intrinsic parts of following Watford these days is blogging, online websites. That's how a lot of us find out what the fans are really thinking. So we're joined by three of the most prolific bloggers in the, uh, in the Watford world this afternoon and I'm going to get them to introduce themselves. I'm Bradley, I'm the founder and sole writer of At Watford FC Blog. Hi, I'm Andy, I write The Hornet's Nest. Uh, I'm Ed, I am in the Bulls mouth. So you see they are all real people, these guys. What do you think of the football so far this season? What how's this going? Couldn't it be any better for me. I think we're playing absolutely fantastic stuff. And if you said to me after six, seven games we have nine points, I think we'd all have taken that to be honest with you. Love it, yep. Yeah. Uh, not conceded a goal at home yet. Uh, fingers crossed that stays the same after today's game and only lost one game to Man City so no complaints at all Now Ed they've both said they're happy so you're going to have to have a different take on it Well the results have been good I think that the jury should be out on how we're playing the defence is looking good I'm just not sure about the shape and the cutting edge for the long season Good man someone with a different point of view that's what, that's what we like You're obviously big Watford fans what made you start the blog in the first place? Well I've been a Watford fan for a number of years big big Watford fan um, I love me English and I want to go into sports journalism so I thought what better way to start my journalism career than to write about my club and to voice my own opinion which is pretty essential if you want to go into journalism really so yeah that's where it sort of started for me. Alright and Andy you're, so you're uh, the hornet's nest aren't you and you're a big fan of gifs and memes and putting those in your blogs is that right? Yeah yeah so um, essentially I have a pretty short attention span um, so whilst I'm writing I just can't keep writing lots of words of words. There has to be pictures in there to break it up for me. Um, so if Paddy likes English, you like you like pictures. I like, I like pictures. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a picture book kind of guy. Yeah. Now Ed, I want to use the word acerbic with you. Do you think that's fair? Well, I think that blogging is best when it's when there's something to say. If if everything's going well, then everyone's going to say the same things, and this is all wonderful. So I just I like to point out when I don't think things are quite quite as perfect as I see. But I'm not a negative person. If I'm if I'm not saying anything, then I'm happy. He's very smiley, I can guarantee that. He is a happy, very cheery chap. But do you think it's easier to write something then perhaps when things aren't going quite as well? Yeah. When you get the when you get the passion in you and the bile coming up your throat, that's when it's easiest to to write stuff. Andy, what about you? Where do, where do your sort of posts come from? What what triggers it? I usually just do the match reports. I don't really do anything about transfer news because I simply I don't have the time or the patience really. Um, so it's all about more so the match report and also my experience at the match. If we go to a, if I go to a new away ground, for example, I write about my whole experience. Like Newcastle last weekend, flew up, made a weekend of it. Um, so I, I quite enjoy blogging about the whole the day as a whole. See, this is what it's like these days. Bloggers are flying to their uh, to their appointments. Absolutely extraordinary stuff. It's it's the potso, you know. The players fly up. Why can't the supporters too? And Bradley, what, what, how do you sort of the atmosphere of the piece is going to be? I just think, what would the fans like to know? So I just blog about anything and everything, really. If there's like, for, I write match reports and who's going to be the next referee and match preview and whatever. So people know who what's what's going on, what's what's happening. Just important information and like transfer stuff. Uh, transfer rumours. If I'd like to know about it, then the fan. I'm I'm a big Watford fan, and I know the fans will probably know about it. So I'm always checking, checking things and seeing what's happening. And 
if it's stuff like chancer rumours and sort of stuff that maybe isn't sufficient for me to write a long news story or a news story about then I just tweet it out there and if I think people like what I'm doing and I really appreciate all, all the support and um, all the feedback that I'm getting so far so taking apart your own involvement in the in the blogosphere if that's even a word what do you think makes a, uh, a good blog post what would make you as a writer of a blog read someone else's I know you obviously read all each other's obviously do you yes yes yep. well done good bit of harmony there so but if you had to read someone else's what would make you read that blog post because there's a lot out there let's be honest I think opinions are good because with Twitter news and things you know they're there instantly so getting people's takes on things getting people's experiences and the actual the actual going to the game the the vibe rather than just the hows and where's and what's giving it a personal touch is really important pictures it's got to be pictures no um, I think I agree with Ed so I think everybody's got a different opinion uh, it's great to read about other people's other people's views and also their, their different experiences at, at different matches so that's what I like Bradley it's interesting you said you write a lot of the sort of factual stuff similar to Andy I guess in a little way is it? it's, it's based around what's, what's actually happening Ed perhaps is a little bit more opinion based do you think are you ever worried about saying anything controversial a little bit. I mean, when I first started, I was I was a bit worried about upsetting the Watford fans because uh, it's my club and it's what I love and what, what I look forward to. So I, w- I was to start with, but now I'm not so not sort of so worried because I think I've I've grown to to know quite a bit about football and I like to think I'm a bit of an educated football fan. So. It started off of being a bit worried, but I think as I've got more experienced and started to get a bit more following, then that sort of worries faded out of me, I suppose. And Ed, what about you? Do you sort of kind of see it as a bit of a challenge to uh, to, to rile your, your fellow supporters a little bit, perhaps? Uh, it's, a, it's a game of opinions. Uh, I would never judge someone if they disagree with me, but I like to put it forward. I, I like to, if there's a bit of needle that goes along with that, then all the better. What, what about your good self, Ed? Well, I think sort of the same. I started off a bit, a bit worried about what people think, and then just sort of thought, uh, what's what's the point? If you're going to write a blog, you might as well make it your own opinion. And like Ed's, everyone's everyone's allowed to disagree with you from time to time. Um, but I sort of I make sure I write mine on a Sunday morning when I've had time to get back and relax after a game to just sort of let the let the anger simmer, as it were, if we've lost. But I just sort of take my time with it and just make sure my, my opinions are, are reasoned and justified. Very sensible answers, chaps. Well done. Now, we're quite lucky, I think, to be Watford fans. There's been quite a lot that's happened to us, not just in recent history, but throughout our, throughout our illustrious history. If you could have blogged, made one blog post about one moment in Watford's history, but you haven't had a chance to do, what would it be? Go on, Bradley. Well, I was, I was born in 1996. This is quite a bit before my time, but I'd like to blog... Elton John and Graham Taylor sort of period when we rose up the divisions I think the game when we were in Europe the, one of the first games in Europe because that, that would just been such an amazing thing and I've never got to experience that as a Watford fan so I'm hoping fingers crossed in the, in the future one day we'll see that again at Watford under the Pozzo family so. right, and I think Bradley would have done the real fan thing there he would have got the coach away to Germany to see us in Europe unlike old uh, Bertie Big Spuds Andy over here who had undoubtedly flown probably first class um, what about you Andy? Uh, well there's a lot of contenders for me obviously the Dini goal springs to mind um, but also uh, Issa falling off the stretcher to give Lloyd Doyley his debut 
Lloyd Doyley's assist for Thomas Priskin and Lloyd Doyley's goal against QPR. But I think what I'll go for is uh, I like writing about um, bad away games, ironically. Um, one away game that always sticks out in my mind is the one that immediately followed the FA Cup semi-final in 2003. Uh, that was away to Bradford City. It was cold. It was boring. I was in Bradford, which didn't help. It was 2-1 at half-time. Scrappy goal for Bradford. Then Helgerson had the audacity to lob the keeper from 30 yards before Sean Dyche brought someone down in the penalty area. Second half, nothing happens um, except a Watford fan got ejected. After being told to sit down, he started a chant of, if you love Watford, stand up. And that was just, before pressing away this year, that was my worst away day ever. So I quite like to vent and rant, so that would have been a, a good opportunity for me. We're talking before the, before the Watford Palace game, which is, of course, in the Premier League. But I think what we'll all agree, what Andy describes there, that's what football's really about, isn't it? That's, that's what we really want to experience. So perhaps you could write a, um, posthumous is the wrong word, but maybe you could do a blog post about it anyway. I think we'd, uh, we'd all like to read it. So finally, Ed, to you, if you could blog about one moment in uh, in Watford's history, what would it be? Uh, well, I was going to go negative again, but now, since talking to you, I realise that I have this reputation. I was Not at all. You, you're the voice of uh, of reason. You're the, you're, everyone has to be. Everyone has to have that sort of critical friend, and I think that's you for us. Okay, well, that's, if I have value, um, I was going to talk. I didn't say that. <laughs> I hated Brendan Rodgers from the first day he walked in the door and the opportunity to rip into him is one that I greatly regret missing out on. M not as much him leaving because that was a happy moment for me but at some point, talking about that, I you know, have always, I, my dream is to see us in Europe even if it's going some small town in Lithuania. Kaiserslaut on one of them would have been good. On the other point, uh, the worst game I ever saw was at home to Crystal Palace, the 5-1 defeat. Uh, where I think Andy Johnson scored a hat trick, so that was that was a low moment, and I like to I like to catalogue the lows. Any time we've seen that burger munching celebration from Andy Johnson, I think it makes all our blood boil. Well, maybe what about you guys all write those pieces? I reckon that'd be quite good. Well, I'll try and persuade them to, to do it afterwards. Ed, you kind of touched on it on, on it there, but now the next question is: if there's one thing that you wish to blog about, if you, uh, but let's keep it realistic. So you mentioned you mentioned another trip to Europe. We're gonna we're gonna wipe that off. So if there's one moment in in future Watford history, because we've already done that, we've already done that. So we all hope we get there one day. Um, but if there's one f moment in future Watford history that you hope to be able to write about, what's it going to be? Buddy, let's start with you. Watford winning the Premier League. <laughs> Magnificent. I love a man with optimism. You'll never be on the podcast ever again. Absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, why not, I guess? Dare to dream. What a guy. What a guy. Andy? Uh, FA Cup final. Just the final? Well, we've had semi-finals. I haven't blogged about it. Um, but an FA Cup final would just be the dream. So, obviously winning it, we've got to get past the, the winning bit in the final stage. But um, if we get to Wembley and in an FA Cup final, that'd be perfect. So is it just a day out of Wembley? So will the Capital One Cup do? Or? <sighs> Capital One Cup doesn't have the magic of the FA Cup, really, does it? I know that's quite a cliche, but it's, it's true when it boils down to it. So, uh, FA Cup final for me, all the way. OK, Ed, what about yourself? Uh, I want to go one better than that, because last year we came so close to winning something. And if this, if everything goes to plan, we won't be in the championship with a chance to win the title again. So I want to win the FA Cup or the League Cup if need be, because we're not going to, we're not going to be winning the Premier League anytime soon. So well, I reckon Bradley might be onto something. I reckon to actually win something, having come so close last year and at our own hands. Well, you, you've touched on a nerve there. I'm going to be honest. I was livid. Absolutely furious. I don't know how many of you heard the uh, the podcast after Sheffield Wednesday game, but I managed to sort of douse my fury in alcohol quite quite successfully. 
How important was um, how important is winning something for for a club like what? We just started on a good on a long journey, so I wouldn't be expecting anything soon. But maybe in the future, maybe five, ten years time, when we're established in the Prem, I think it would be. I think it's then that we maybe need to switch our attentions to yeah, winning something with ideal, but. I don't think at the moment winning winning a major trophy or competition is is necessary. I think it's just becoming an established Premier League side, getting getting in the Premier League and showing what we can do for a couple of years, showing the pundits that we're not going to lose every single week like they seem to think we are. Um, and then once once we're established and people know that we really need business, I think that's when we need to to look to look up and think yeah we can definitely win this and make Watford proud of us even though even though we are already just make us even more proud than we already are we've already established that just getting to a final is uh, is all right for Andy so we don't need to ask you uh, yeah just get just get into Wembley day out is all Andy's after so we've talked about the future of Watford what we hope is going to happen for for the club what about your good selves and your and your work where do you see um, your various blogs and uh, and work going in the future well since starting my blog I've got a job writing for a magazine uh, which is why the blog isn't as regular anymore so I'm trying to muddle along with it seeing what happens Andy self plans for the blog uh, well I'm, I'm about to start a master's degree in um, something called sports performance analysis uh, so essentially working with statistics and numbers to provide feedback to coaches so ultimately the dream is to work for Watford ultimately uh, and then potentially do a blog from behind the scenes um, but that's it's quite ambitious but what the heck well if you're listening if you're listening at the club you've heard the dream make it happen Bradley just for my blog to get bigger and better and then from there I'm doing other bits and pieces like I write the fans you for the Watford Observer um, so I, I want to go into sports journalism that's the aim so hopefully my blog and writing the fans you and other bits and pieces that I'm doing at the minute hopefully that can that can get me there and maybe one day I'll be standing behind the microphone like you guys interviewing someone oh that's the dream that's the dream isn't it you're established bloggers now believe it or not they're all fresh-faced young about 20 years younger than me but you're all you've all made a success of your of your projects what advice would you give to anyone listening in who's thinking I know Ed's not blogging so much, maybe there's a bit of a gap in the market for me to start my own little Watford blog. What would you say to guys who, and girls who are interested in, in, in sort of recording their feelings about Watford? Um, I think you should just, just do it, just get down and write. You know, quite a few bloggers, Watford bloggers in particular, have gone on to be in the industry, like Tom Bodell at Watford Arb, started off as Vital Watford. So, you know, there's never, you can never saturate, saturate the market if you have thoughts and feelings, get them down and with Twitter it's so easy to market yourself now then just get on with it. Perseverance, keep going. Uh, if you miss a game or if you're running running late like I do quite often, just get it down, doesn't need to be long, doesn't need to be an essay, uh, just persevering, keep it going and you'll, well, it'll become successful in the end. So. If it's something you're interested in doing, just do it. Don't don't think about what everyone's going to say or don't let anyone put you off. If it's something you're interested in and it's something, if, it, if the topic is something that you're passionate about, just do it. I mean, I, I started off and I, I was a bit apprehensive as first, but I love doing what I'm doing. And if it's something you're interested in and passionate about, just just follow it. Just just dare to dream and just try and put your opinion in there as well. It's a good motto to live by. I'm enjoying this badly. Dare to dream. I think Tottenham might have nicknamed But anyway, so you're Watford experts, obviously, because otherwise you wouldn't waste your time writing all about the club. So just to finish off, where are Watford going to finish in the Premier League? Badly, presumably first for you? Tenth. For the season, I said 15th, I think, so I'll stick with that. 
15th, I reckon. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll dissolve into a dirge of the last three months as we ground out results. Right, so we're going to stay up, but it's going to be absolutely minging. Thank you so much, Ed. For, for, I knew I should have ended with Bradley. Absolute misery guts over here. Yeah, what? Dirge, absolute dirge. Well, positive dirge. Right, okay, positive dirge. There you go, Watford fans. You've got that to look forward to. Finally, where can we find your blogs? Let's start with you, Ed. Uh, in the wolfsmouth.com. I think it's hornetsnest.blogspot.org, but just find my Twitter at hornetsnestwfc. Any element of professionalism that Andy had uh, managed to, to, to give off during this interview has now been, I think, my website is it. Anyway, so find that if you can, Bradley. Uh, on Twitter at WatfordFCBlog, and my website is www.thewatfordblog.com. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, chaps. We're going to uh, have a quick pint, uh, head off to watch Watford v Crystal Palace, and then in one of the future episodes of these From the Rookery End Shorts, we'll be talking to some of your other favourite Watford bloggers. Uh, if you'd like to get involved, do let us know. Follow us on Twitter at Watford Podcast, uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash rookeryend, or www.fromtherookeryend.com. We'll speak to you soon. Come on, you on it. A podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the rookery end.